minute and tell him, Lord, you, you are the same. The, the one who walked on the sea. You will never change. The one who stopped the storms. The one who did miracles. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. You are the same, O oh God. You are the same forevermore. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are the same God. You are the beginning and the end. The same Lord that spoke and there was light. Yes. The Lord that has done the extraordinary. You are the same God that we are serving tonight in the name of Jesus. Lord of the impossibilities. You have not changed in the name of Jesus. The Lord of honor. You have not changed. The Lord of David. You have not changed. The Lord who does the impossible, you have no change. The Lord that opened the eyes of Bartimaeus, you are the same God that is doing that for us in the name of Jesus. The same God that caused manna to flow in the desert, you are the same Lord. The same creator of rivers in the desert, that made a way in the wilderness, you are the same God that is working tonight in the name of Jesus. We believe in you. We trust in you. We depend on you, Jehovah God of heaven. We know that you are doing something in the mighty name of Jesus. You are still doing the impossible today. You are still doing the miracles today in the name of Jesus. You are still causing a way to be where there is no way in the mighty name of Jesus. For your glory and for your honor, O oh God. Oh, we worship you, Jehovah God. Oh, we bless your name, Jesus. Oh, we honor your name, mighty Father. Receive every praise. Receive every adoration. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you tonight. We believe in you. We trust in you, Lord. You are the same God that will never change. You are the same Lord that stops the storms. And you are stopping the storms today. You're the same Lord that opened the eyes of the blind Bartimaeus. Even today you are doing the same. You're the one that caused water to flow in the desert, O oh God. And tonight you're still doing the same. You're the same one, Lord, that caused uh, the oil of the widow to be multiplied. You are still doing the same. You are the one, Jehovah God, who lifted the crippled and caused the one with leprosy, O oh God, my father, to be totally healed. You are the same God. You are the same God of honor that when she cried unto you, Lord, you gave her many children. The same Lord is still working today. And we want to believe in you. We want to trust in you. We want to confess that you're still doing the impossible. You are still doing the miracles, O God of old, in the mighty name of Jesus. And even for us, you shall do a new thing in the mighty name of Jesus. Receive every praise and every glory. Thank you for gathering us here tonight. Give us hope, lift our burdens, teach us by your spirit. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen. Come on, celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey, I said hallelujah. The Lord is good. He is good. Amen. He is a good God. He is a good God. And even tonight, he's still a good God. Hallelujah. Job looked up into heaven and said, even if he slays me, yet I will still trust in him. I know my Redeemer liveth. There's a song we used to sing of Nicole Mullen. I know my Redeemer lives. I know my Redeemer I know the, this generation cannot remember that. Right now that, that song is very old. But in our days, it used to be a hit song. Okay? Yeah. 
Sese Wainans, those who are the, you know, the great people. Nowadays, of course, we are listening to Jesus' culture, and we are listening to the promise of the Maverick City, uh, you know, and very soon they are becoming old, you know, they are becoming old. You'll be, you'll be asked very soon, Kwani, how did you manage to listen to Maverick City? Because they are becoming old. Anyway, I want to bless the Lord very much for another opportunity just to learn His Word. We've been walking a journey in the book of First Timothy. First Timothy. And we, we looked at the great instructions for ministry. Uh, that the Lord just gives the, uh, to us through this book. Um, we looked at chapter 1, and we said chapter 1 is the church. The church, isn't it? And chapter 2 was what? If you remember, if you are here. Number 2? Chapter 2? Huh? Rules of engagement. Then chapter 3? Eh? Chapter 3. Uh, you are asleep, eh? Chapter 3 was what? Code of conduct. Uh, we are looking at the code of conduct. Last Thursday we looked at chapter 4, which was what? Hmm? Hmm? Appraisal of the ministry. Appraisal. Because remember we said that chapter 1 to chapter 3 is about the ministry. Chapter 4 to 6 is about the minister. About the minister. Now we are chapter 5. Chapter 5. And we are looking at very important things. Because in, in terms of the ministry, in terms of the minister, because we are looking at the minister, now we look at the relationships. Relationships. This is so important. Now the Lord is speaking through the, the eyes or the mouth, the instructions of Paul, how he's supposed to uh, manage his relationships. How are you supposed to manage your relationships? Very critical, very important relationships. How are your relationships? Because relationships are very critical to the minister. Uh, I told you one of the most important characteristics of a maturity in a believer and even of leadership is how you manage your relationship. The level of maturity uh, is seen by the kind of relationship you have around people. When you grow in the Lord, when you grow in the fruit of the Spirit, it's all about how you relate with people. And somebody who uh, is not rich in relationship will just tell you that he's still a babe. A baby, let me say a baby, for you to understand. When I say a babe, uh, you may remember the babe you left at home. Mm? So, your maturity in the Lord is so much manifested by the way you handle relationships. If you're mature enough in relationships, uh, because there, there's a lot that happens in our relationship. We, we quarrel, sometimes we disagree, sometimes there is conflict, there is... But you don't forsake relationship because of that. You don't turn away from relationship because of that. You must get into relationship knowing we are here to stay. Yeah, we are here. So let's talk about it, whatever it is that is being, uh, bringing disquiet. But we cannot just be holding, taking relationships here for two years, three years, then we drop it. Then another three, four years, then you drop it. No. Anybody that looks at your life must be able to see people who have stayed in your life for long. You know? Yeah, that is maturity. People can be able to trace and say, this one has been my friend for 10 years. This one has been my friend for 11 years. This one has been my friend for 20 years. That means for you to have stayed with somebody that long, it doesn't mean that everything was okay. No, but it means that you've worked through it. Uh, even the idea of marriage itself. Uh, marriage is not just lovey-dovey. It's not just a place where everything is fine. You know, before people get married, they think we just wake up at 5 o'clock and there is a song in our hearts. Um, uh, you know, saying, oh, hallelujah, I see the angels. Uh, 
at the Jerusalem Square. No, sometimes you wake up and your hormones are on the other side and you don't want to talk to anybody. But you go, you know, there is somebody that is staying with you, so you, you got to talk. You know what I'm saying? Mm, so you have to talk. And, and, and that is why uh, maintaining relationship, especially those that are around you, is one of the most, um, you know, capital intensive things that you can ever do. To stay with somebody in one house for one year, two years, three years. <laughs> it's not easy, my friend. Because this is the first person you wake up. You, you know, when you are staying alone, there are sometimes uh, you don't feel like talking, isn't it? You just wake up and it is that day that you do. And it's very easy. You lock your house and uh, you put on some program you watch and you read your books. You are alone. Nobody is disturbing you. Switch off your phones. But you see, when you have people around you, uh, you have to talk. And it's even worse when you have kids. Uh, when you are adults, you can agree. Um, Bay doesn't, uh, because you're able to look at them and see today is not a talking day. So you just look at them. With, with, the, with the time, you're able to understand the people you stay with. You're able to know the way he has woken up, it's not a talking day. Let's try this tomorrow. But not with kids. Kids do not know that. Eh? Yeah. So they ask, Mommy, why are you like looking like that? Why are you not talking? Why? And, and so you give answers that want to dismiss them. Yes. Then why? Then you have to answer. Then why? Hmm? Because we have to go early. Why must you go early? Because we have to meet them. Why should you meet them? So you see, mm. they have a way of stretching your anger to the limit. So relationships are very important. And that is why now the scripture is addressing relationship. And when you read the book of 1 Timothy chapter 5, you'll be amazed at how very comprehensive that chapter is. It's talking about relationship in various ways. Various ways. So number one. Number one. Number one is how to relate. How to relate. Number one, how to relate. How do you relate? And if you're writing now, you write A. It gives us very critical, uh, you know, safeguards in relationship. He says, older men as your fathers. So anybody that is older is your father. So you relate to them like you'd relate to your father. Younger men, like your brothers. So, kuna watu wa kugotea, na watu wa ambao si wa kugotea. Right? So, younger men. He does not say young men. He says younger men. There's a difference. Younger men. Because the standard is you. You are the standard. So anybody older than you is, should be related to as a father. I remember when, when um, there was a lot of hula baloo on the social media about this lady that was beaten by the border borders. And um, I was telling them, don't reduce that just to gender violence. It is just evil. It is not, you know, you have a lot of feminists and, you know, these hakietu people that want to reduce everything to be a woman thing. You know, evil is evil. Because, and my, my thinking is that every day you have men undergoing also the same thing. It's not that border borders people have not been beating up men. It's only that maybe they don't speak out or maybe they're, you know, it doesn't get a lot of attention. But when something is wrong, just say it is wrong. No matter to whom it was, it was done. Whether to a woman or a man, if you kill a man or if you kill a woman, murder is murder. You understand? Yes. Murder is, is murder. The evil is evil. 
Whether it is a man that is beaten or a woman that is beaten, domestic violence is domestic violence. Whether it is the man that is beaten or the... Yes. And there are a lot of men that are beaten in these houses. Yes. But the society has not created a safe space for us to share. <laughs> a safe space for us to share. What we go through, only the Lord knows. Hmm? So younger men as your brothers. Then number three, or, or, or C, eh? Now C. Because number one was how to relate. C is older women as your mothers. There is a way to relate to older women. Older women as your mothers. Then younger women, D, as your sisters. So there is sister, sister, but there are mothers also. There is sister, sister, but there are mothers also. Wonderful. So it means this is a guideline. It is, and it is so important to notice that they are giving us general guideline on relationships. And when you follow this general guideline, you'll just know, this one is older than me, she could be my mother. You understand? This is older than me, let me relate to, me, to him as if he would be my father. So there are things that I can talk with him, and there are things that I cannot talk with him. This one is my peer, so she's my sister. This one is my peer, so he's my brother. You understand? But we are coming to a place where we do not know how to relate. And we read chapter 3, verse 10, that uh, these things are written to you before I come, because I'll come to you shortly. But I want you to know how to behave in God's house. The God's house. It is the, the church of God, the household of faith. And it's a pillar and a buttress of truth. The pillar and the custodian of truth is the church. So I want you to know how to why do we have a lot of relationship accidents in the church? Why are we always firefighting? Why are we always, you know, in uh, th those, those two small kamukunjis, kangaroo courts, trying to solve cases of relationship? It's because we are not following the simple principle. Because there is a way I talk to you as my, 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 my sister. There's a way I talk to you as my brother. There's a way I talk to you as my daughter. You understand? There's a way I talk to you as my son. There's a way I talk to my fathers. Very simple. But this is to me mix. To me mix. To me changanya hii. To me changanya hii. Atu juangi huyu ni nani na huyu ni nani. Are you understanding this? My, my sisters and brothers. Very important for you to understand. So how do I relate to my sister? My own sister. And somebody I know answered me, says, Let, let's, you don't have to relate to somebody because, uh, or to do good to a lady because she could be your sister. Because we said she could be your sister or she could be your mother or your daughter, the one you're mistreating. Says, no, just treat them well. She doesn't have to be your sister. And I said, I'm talking about what the Bible is teaching me. My standard is the Bible. The Bible has told me to, to treat every woman that I meet, either as my daughter, either as my sister, or as my mother. That's how I see it. So if you have your own standard, eh, that you, talk, you took from D'Angelo, or you took from the movement in, um, you know, Alabama, or you took from European movement, that is your standard. My standard is, I see everybody. In fact, the Bible tells me to see everyone as if we are related. So I can never harm anyone. Why? Because we are related. The Bible has told me, anyone you see, see them as your brother, or as your father, or as your son. So with that mindset, I cannot do harm to my fellow human being. Why do we do harm to people? It's because we lose connection with them. But the Bible is telling us we are all connected. No matter where you are, you are all connected when you, you are in that matatu. You, you are with your brother. When you're traveling, you are with your sister. When you're in that village, you are speaking to your father. 
So relate, give him the, the grace and give him the respect that you'd give your own father. Are you understanding? Mm. No, they want to teach us humanity, humanism, just the, this concept of humanity. No, scripture tells us that we are one. We are related. Because if you can't see the relationship in human beings, there is no way you can be good to them. Hmm? There is no way you can be good to them. Now let's go back to point number A. Older men as your father. Now there are two things you should not do to those older men. Do not rebuke them, number one. Okay? And number two, older men require encouragement. So anybody that is older than you, the only preoccupation you should be having with them is to encourage them. I am with you. I am supporting you. I, I shall, you know, not to bring discouragement to your elder. An older man, no rebukes. You are not standing with them. And you're going to see how you're able to manage that because he, he describes in instances where you could, you could be able to rebuke. But you don't stand with an elder and say, hey, hey, and he's talking and you're talking. No. You better walk away. Better go. Don't ever agree to stand with an elder at your exchanging words. You might win the argument. You might be popular. You might get the support of the people that are hearing you, but you are losing your life. He says, his light shall be dimmed. Uh, the Bible says, his light shall be dimmed. So where you are going, your light will be dimming. And be standing in a, in a, in a seminar or a conference saying, by fire, by thunder, my star, who stole my star? Nobody has power to steal your star. You, are the, you, you look for the switch by yourself and switch it off. And this is how you switch it off. Just say, I cannot answer you now. Let me just, let us talk when you are calm, okay, when you have. Hmm. <laughs> I remember before I, I started speaking like that to my dad. I used to drink a lot, and when he's drunk now, he feels like he has a lot of, you know, when people are drunk, they have a lot of, um, you know, ideas. Even, even English comes, even the English that uh, disappears. So when he's calling you, he has this. I say, please, Dad, I'll talk to you when you're sober. Because now we are not going to agree. So I, I just switch it off. And when I, I, the following day, I call him. So how are you? Right down. He's, hey, he's calm. He's civilized. He's organized. You cannot have conflict at all. Because when the old man is sober, he's uh, very calm, very reasonable. The first word he says, Pastor, pastor. So we talk very well because now I can be a prophet at that time. I can, you know. <laughs> so walk away. But your brothers, your sisters, ah, you know, high fives. Let's do this. Let's, you know, there are jokes that you, you, you know, you crack there. Now, many people have accidents of relationship because they cannot differentiate. Also, don't talk to your sons like your peers. Mm. Don't talk to your sons like your peers. Huh? I, I, I know I, I sat with one of the teenagers in their houses, and, and, uh, and the dad was trying to be cool. You know these guys, kind of people that give birth when they're old. Sometimes your children don't want to interact with you because you are, you know. And was, he had gone out there and was looking for some terms because he wanted really, he had really a heart to be close to his uh, children. So, Shengmo uh, Jambili. <laughs> so, he had heard uh, some of his young men how they pray, you know. Yeah. He was trying to be cool. But the boys were, were just 
closing their face. They say, this guy is embarrassing. This guy is... So to them, remember, the children want a father. They don't want their peers. Do you know, and there's a lot of shift even in philosophy today about how your kids want a friend. How your kids, your children do not want a friend. Your children want a father. Your children are looking for a mother, not a friend. They are friends. So when you become a friend to your children, they lose a father. Because there is a role that others cannot play like you. Hmm? And let me tell you, let me prove to you. Uh, this idea of uh, that you have to be a friend, listen to them, understand them, you know, sit down together. Did your parents do that? Did your parents do that? Now let me ask you. Now that they didn't do that, who has more respect for who? Do you have more respect to your, to your parents than your child has for you or is the other way? Let me ask. Do you have more respect for your parents? Why? Right now, as old as you are, you think my dad is a great dad. Why? He didn't entertain answers from me. There are people that are seated here who know if my dad was not like he I would not even have gone to school. Did you? Yes. You must give them time. You, we knew when we were growing up, when you even from my grandfather, when his food is put on the table, no loiter, loitering around, you're making noise, you, 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 you are ordered. You understand? When the visitors come, not like you accommodated that you have a place, you just know. When mommy turns like this and finds you around there, hmm? You better look for a place you will go for the whole three months or something until the, the veil has passed or the cloud has passed. You understand? You knew you were a child. You knew you were a child. You knew you were a child and your parents made you know that you were a child in this house. Hmm? But now the psychologists are telling us be, be his friend. So how is that working? Because when your friend returns from school, tells you today I will not bathe. So what does the parent do? You sit down to understand your friend. <laughs> you know, like my, my late uh, paternal gra grandmother could not understand her mind could not understand that a kid can refuse something. Yani, that, that you could go to a home and then hear that a kid has, has refused. How, how can a kid? A kid has no... Yani, there is no power in him. It is impossible. The, the kid has nothing inside of him that can refuse anything. Everybody knew their place. Imagine as cruel as we think our parents are. They have managed to come, come out with better products. My, my friend, the authenticity and the quality of a process is seen by the product they produce. So if their system was producing better people, uh, me, I like that system. I'll go for that system. Hmm? Because I don't see even when my, uh, my, my uncles, after they were having time uh, with my grandfather seated there, even after school, are they able to see it? This is how school is, what? And we were not seeing any suicide. Did you, did you ever hear people are killing themselves? Suicide. <laughs> but nowadays, a so-and-so killed himself because the father didn't listen to him. 
what can what is this so bad that a parent can do that a child can come and hack them to death what is this so hard imagine the the parents were not perfect but what is this so terrible that the parents would have done to warrant that is it so let's just get back to the order of god and the order of god older men are your father the younger men are your brothers the older women are your mothers and the younger women are your full stop full stop now number 2 let's look at how do you treat women are there women in the house i should teach this in the women of essence treatment of women how do you treat women number number a true widows we are talking about widows okay true widows should be honored and the bible continues to describe who a true widow is so just hold it there true widows are to be honored non qualified widows number b there are widows that do let me tell you the fact that their husband is dead does not qualify them to be widows oh my god Hmm? does not qualify them non qualified those that have lost their husbands but they are not qualified to be called widows should do what hmm? they should go back home they go back home first of all take care of their households take care of their households number 2 take care of their parents that means honor and support their parents so so those are two categories of widows and we shall be looking at you know those kind of widows to see but what what is the qualification number 3 we look at the qualifications qualifications because we must see the qualifications of a widow remember we are still in relationship so we are dealing with how do you deal with the relationship to widows in the congregation Number 3A we have true widows who are the true widows those people that qualify to be called widows Number 1 or A if you like those who are alone alone those who are qualified to be widows in the eyes of the church are those people who have no other help they are alone you know there are people who are are widows but are not alone or single mothers but are not alone can you say hallelujah there are single mothers but they are not single or there are widows but in name but they are not alone so you are you alone you don't have any other support you don't have a brother a sister a brother in law you are alone you are qualified number 2 you have your hope in god kwa sababu kanisa inasaidia tu watu wana wana tumaini lao kwa bwana god is all that you have hmm you have your hope in
in God. And then, number three, you are committed to prayer and supplication. That means ministry in our intercessory, the ministry of widows. Upon the spend. You remember Anna? Anna was married only for seven years. The rest of the years, she was a widow, but she spent time in prayer. Prayer and supplication. So now now we mama ni muambezi. Because now muambezi means she's taking care of the church. The church will take care of her. Okay. She was like we napat in widows. Those are true widows. Number B. We have the non-qualified widows. I'm a fake widows, if you like. Vagina too. How do you differentiate them? Number one is that they are self-indulgent. Bado wako out. Yani the self-indulgent means una ubinafsi, individuality. You are so concerned about yourself that you care about nobody else. Self-indulgence. And number two, they are dead. That means akuna spiritual life inside of them. Hui ni mtu ambaya ata akuna ukristo ndani yake, akuna ministry ndani yake, akuna service ndani yake. By the way, when you read this book, you might think the church is very unfair. Because church yes, so long as widow ministry, what we may feel at Saidia what Yapana, Kunawala and a qualifier. Kunawangini and Bible to come be a solution again. Hmm? Solution again. Number four. That was number three, isn't it? Number four. Because I'm speaking to you, the Bible says in your relationship, when you are talking about this thing, command, command these things. And we talked about that in the last chapter, isn't it? There is a lot of... And believe me, I keep on telling you, the word of God is a command. It's not a suggestion. So the people who come to church to look for suggestion, you know, there are so many people who look at church as a, a democracy. They are only commands. And the word of the Lord came to me and I did as I had com- been commanded. There are commands to follow. So command these things so that they don't fall into reproach. So your work is to do what? Command what I'm teaching you. The way to handle relationship, command, tell people, wewe, is not your peer. So, be the leader, be the guide. Uyu is not your age mate. Uyu ni baba. Okay? Command. Why do you need to command? So that they do not fall into a reproach, okay? Reproach ni kwamba the snare of the world. Command. Now, let's, let's um, look at enrollment. How do you enroll? Sasa, sasa, mumeanza ministry ya women of essence. Na hapo ndandani kuna watu wa mejaja. Sasa tukona widows. Widows, single mothers. Unaona ladies ministry kuna categories mingi. Ndiyo? So what do you do? Enrollment unafanya aji. How? So number A, admission. Who do you admit? Who do you admit? Hmm? Admission. So number one, admission. Above 60 years. Oh no, this is okay. Idea kwa inasema unamiakunga. 
60 years. Number two, must have been a wife of one husband. Dada, ulikuwa na wanaume wangapi? Yes, mmoja. Okay. Sign here. Nilikuwa na wawili. All right. Na mmoja ndiye amekufa. Ah, huyo mwingine atakushughulikia. Number three, raising children. You have been raising children. Auko solo. Ukiwa solo, unaweza jishughulikia. Lakini sasa ulikuwa una, unalea watoto. Unalea watoto mama? Mm, okay. Sign here. Kuna vitu zinatusumbuanga chachu kwa dini. Na biblia imezeba. Imepatia na mbaka mwelekeo. Wachana hizi vitu unakopi pesi. Siju from where? Huh? Melewa watoto number 4 you have a good report that means your reputation ana kanisa watu wanaangalia wanaona huyu ni wido ana sifa nzuri si mtu ambaye weekend anaendanga dropping it like it's hot tunaenda no unajua huyu ni unakumbuka qualifications huko mtu tumaini lake ni bwana ni mtu anadumu katika maombi nice and a good character because imagine you know when you associate with this widow and you know the church has the church becomes like a husband because the bible says the lord is the husband of the widows isn't it and the church is the representation of christ so if you entangled with this widow na kwa community watu wanajua huyu anampenda mungu in advance the gospel and let us see for kanisa lakini wakionanga church imehusika na huyu na wanasema huyu mama kwa mama vile wanaingia anga wakitoka kwa hii nyumba Hawajui nani yako huko hata leo Naonanga tu boots kwa nje ya mlango Watoto wana maankos hii wiki ana ankojemo amekuja Hii siku nyingine akopita huyo mwingine hata wakai kwa nyumba kwa sababu mwingine anakujanga ambaye apendani na watoto. Hmm? Watoto hawajui hata jina. <laughs> reputation. Reputation very well. The other thing is given to hospitality. Remember not now was given ni mtu ambaye akiwa na familia yake watu walikuwa wanajua ni mtu hospitable sasa tutakuhudumia aje na wewe hajai alika mtu yote kwako that's why hospitality is a, and you've seen how hospitality runs through all the leadership isn't it hata chapter 3 hospitality kiongozi ni mtu hospitable kiona kiongozi ambaye apiki watu hata uji kwake waachana na huyo hmm? Huyo ni memba tu wa church. Wacha kujenga na attend service anarudi nyumbani. Lakini leadership. Kwa leader watu uende kwa leader. You understand? People feel safe under the arms of a leader. They are hospitable. The other thing is that he washes the feet of the saints. Yaani ni mtu wako na ministry. Mtu wako na ministry. Unakumbuka widow ndiye alifungua Asema huyu prophet amepita hapa sana. Wacha nimfungulia kaka nyumba kaka hapa juu awe anafanya nini? Anatulia. Ni mtu anafikiria ministry, ni mtu ambaye ako full of service. Hmm? Mtu akikaa kwake anafikiria Lord, what can we do for you now? Hmm? What can, how can we do to serve your people better? Huyo sasa when you hear somebody like that admit them is a widow. Is a widow Number B is a fake widow Fake widow we are talking about enrollment Number B now is a fake widow hmm? who is not a true widow non true widow ama uki ukiona fake is so strong Number one, qualification remember you consider all of them together not only one So number one is below 60 years is younger than 60 Number 2 number 2 he will be driven off by passions 
mwili bado una msisimko. Na driven off by the passion it will bring an ensnare or bad repetition to the gospel. Okay? Number three, she will go on and get married. Kosi nakwanga tu for a few months or years anakuambia nao mimi nitaishia tu bwana. Lakini hormones bado zina Then unaangalia unapata huyu ni mtu wa gossip. A gossiper. Gossiper do not admit the kwa club ya ya, ya widows apa na taribu hiyo. Na mtu yote wa kubeba maneno hapa kutoa pale. Mtoe kwa chama. Atavunja anywhere ambaye yuko. Sawa sawa. You better remain three people. Na mimi husema hii church kama wewe ni gospel na kubeba maneno kupeleka afadhali uende. Eh? Yeah? You understand? Tubaki watu kumi. Kujenga familia si rahisi. Sasa uwezi tukutuharibia. Hapo ni mahali pa kusema amen. Sawa? We want to build a big family. A lovely family. You understand? But we can't do it with you. Bado unasikia maneno hapa? That's why the people that we've interacted with ukiniambia kitu eh nitakwambia tu nimesikia nita deal nayo okay hapa nje tukimaliza ibada na kuambia buku uja haya wewe buku uja ulikuwa unaniambia aje hmm? ulisema huyu amefanya nini <laughs> oh, oh no hai kukwata mbaya sana no sema tu sema tu exactly vile so kabla ukuje kuniambia kitu fikiria sana <laughs> fikiria tena ufikirie uombe Mungu especially if it's against somebody else because tutakana wewe because any word that you speak you must be ready to defend it you understand so huyo ni gospel number two is a busy body gospel and busy body B- busy body ni mtu ambaye anashughuli hmm? busy body gossip and busy bodies jipe shughuli and i found ministry is done by busy people when you give a duty to a busy person they organize they arrange they lakini busy bodies ambaye ana kitu ya kufanya ndio utapata amechelewa there is a way busy people know how to program time and take care of time and schedule you know and don't ever think god is going to give you more ministry because now you have a lot of time no the more you have the more he adds Sema amen. Utaenda shule na unafanya job na unarun business na una nini na wewe ndio Mungu anaita bado. Yeah, na anakupa four departments. Sema amen. Yes. Na unaona but nani anakaanga tu hapa? Kwa nini ampati? No, ni useless. Huyo ni useless. Hata kusaidia. You go at home and find people in the village who have nothing to do and then call for a meeting kwambia tukutane between 4 and 6 hapo hapo katikati because there is no way to because busy people have this self consciousness that time is very little you understand that's why you realize when you are a busy person there there's a lot of scheduling you will do there are rising you will do and most of the times you are you are, you are on time on meetings because you know i must finish by this and then those meetings even those meetings are more disciplined more organized But the fact that you are just staying at home How many people know here if you are just resting at home you will be late for the service How many people know here that when you leave far from church you will come early in the service than when you are near Sawa unakanga tu ni hapa ni hapa unanichukuanga dakanga 2:30 haya Makademi inaanza kuungua unaona wacha ama wacha wacha niweke tu hii marago chap chap imebaki like 30 minutes utachelewa but mtu anatoka mbali anajiwanga hapa lazima nisipotoka mapema utachelewa so those are widows 
Number, is it seven? Six, solution. What is the solution? What is the solution? Six, solution is Mari. Manadad. Waja kusumbuka. Mari. Tafta tube. Walewe kapsa. Uwe. Walewe tu. Number two. Take care of your household. Remember we are dealing. We are correcting something that has happened. In the previous one, isn't it? For the fake widows. Now we are telling the widows, you marry. Wacha kubana passion. Take care of your household. Wacha kuwa busy body. Wacha kuwa busy. Busy body. Then avoid the mistakes of others. The Bible says, for some have deviated or departed from the faith. They have departed From the faith. Okay, Mele, are you? Now let's look at the, the, the elders. Elders. Remember, we looked at the elders. But let's look at elders. Is that number seven? The elders. Now, we have A, true elders. True elders. Who is a true elder? A true elder rules well, number one. Rules well. Anaongoza vema. And then number two, they labor for people they lead. They labor, especially in preaching and teaching. Wanakulisha ne. Wanakulisha vizuri. Those are true elders. True elders. True elders. True elders how? And what are you supposed to do with the true elders? One... Honor them. Give them double honor. Honor them. Honor si utumwa. The people who labor for you and rule over you or lead you well, honor them. Your elders. When ni kuulize kwa roo yako, una honor. Do you think you are... You are you are a person full of honor. Hey, come on. Angalia ju. Umejionaji, ukijifanya assessment, unaonaji. We ni mtu wa heshima. We ni mtu wa kuheshimu wama. Sinauliza suwali. Unaonaji ukijiona. We ni mtu wa heshima, unaheshimu. Kabisa? Ni wende unazema ama uyo elda anajua unamuheshimu. Anajua na mweshimu. So, honor, number two, do not rebuke them publicly. Do not rebuke them. Kusijibzane na yuelda sasa muko kwa kamiting hapo sasa unataka kujionyesha vile wewe ni smart. Uh-uh. Even baba yako, mkiwa kwa mkutano, you don't, isn't it? But sunamtafta kando, unamambia kuna kitu ulisema pale, nilitaka unieleze vizuri, sindio? Usifikiria kwa sababu mama kuenda shule, na wezi sasa ndi umepata degree ya philosophy, sasa mkiwa na family meeting, Mama, hiyo kitu unasema, it makes sense. No, I... 
Relax to relax. Kuna vitu wameona beyond your degree. It doesn't mean that they are correct always. No. But even when they are wrong, there is a way to correct and help. So, don't rebuke them. But if you have to rebuke them, rebuke them privately. Iyo nafanya nini? Bado inaheshimu mtu. Ina maintain honor ya uyo kiongozi. Honor ya uyo elder. That there are so many things you can correct about them, but you still cover their honor. You understand? Hata baba ya mtu. Unajua wewe uneza kuwa pia wake, lakini mbele ya watoto wake you don't. Because uyo ni baba yao. And you still want to maintain that honor before their children. So unamuita kando. And you know this thing we learn because we see them. Like in our Kenyan leadership, we see that every day. What is happening today is an anomaly. It ought not to happen. Where a leader and his deputy are answering themselves. This one brings a problem to our nation. Because God is not pleased. Some of these issues we pass as a nation is just the misbehavior of the leadership. Because when leadership misbehaves, Calamity comes over the land. The way to, to, to reverse that calamity is not for this intercessory or reverse by fire. No, it's reconciliation. It's wisdom to the leaders. Okay? And the last point there about elders, the true elders, take care of them. Let them not be in need. Hmm? That's why it's an honor to take care of your parents, to take care of your fathers and your mothers, to take care of those who have oversight over you. You see, we have a challenge in my iPhone in 60,000 now. You know, your elder and I are at a blanket. My friend, did I ever give birth? And some of us do not see value. You know, there are people who have walked with us in our life, changed our life. You understand? God has used them to change our lives. I don't know why we see giving as a very difficult thing. Even in my spiritual work, like there is nothing I there is nothing in this earth that I've acquired that I can't give them. I can't pay for it. In fact, I can't. You understand? I can't. There is no way Nitawai pata pesa enough. And sometimes the things they do, do you know they may not even be the, the money that you have right now? Sometimes, uneza kuwa kwa maybe 10 years ago, you only needed 100 shillings. And that 100 shilling where it took you, it opened great doors for you. Ilikuwa pesa kidogo, lakini ilikufukisha maali ambayo, imeleta all these things that you have. Is it true? Yes. Sasa wao nafikiria, nikilipa iyo 100 bob, nitakuwa. No, you can't. The value of that 100 shillings was not 100 shillings. Sasa unajigamba hivi, unasema uliishin... Kuna maali pengine anti yako alikutoa hivi. Akasema, come stay with me for a month. Alikutoa kwa tabu ambazo. Because the people that were left there, some of them are not there. Some of them did not even proceed with education. Kuna mtu li, you know, like in, in high school. Four of us, I told you, four of us. My, our head teacher just had an eye on us. Four of us. Akasema, sita ingie kwa hiyo nyumba kujeni muishi. Boys, come and do you know it is only four of us that went to university? That's Alishin Azizi one year. Naeza kuwa very successful niseme, ulitumia pesa ngapi? Yo one year nitakulipa, weka esabu. I can't pay. Because what he did, I went to university, I got a job, I opened, all these friends that I have, the opportunities it opened, that one thing, you understand? So you must see the value. Of the people that are opening doors. 
Kuna training nimeenda pengine conference ambayo nimeenda ime change how I do ministry totally. How do I think? Hmm? So I wish God was able to speak to you to your heart. Kwamba ujue unajua tumearibu vitu muhuzuri kwa hii country. Unaona kama the story of honor. Most of the times the way we preach them in a letter a lot of with a lot of impurities in it, isn't it? Imejawa kitu because kadabra lakini ni kitu mzuri sana. Honor Honor is so important. Very critical. Ukiwa mtu waona utaenda mbali sana. Hmm? And live alone now our fathers honoring people who have the biggest bucks. No. Honor, honor is the attitude of the heart. Huh? Honor. I was taught honor by one of my maternal uncles. He doesn't have much. In fact, in their families, he's the one who does unonanga watu wanabakingi nyumbani didn't go to school they don't have much but i looked at him the one i had the the brothers had big money working here in nairobi and so on but yeah imagine a guy used to take one of his lambs amenda sokoni ameuza those days it was like 3000 ameuza 3000 this man and his elders akirudi nyumbani out of all these six or seven siblings and a divide your pesa hivo they don't even need it lakini anahakikisha huyu anapata 300 huyu 300 you understand it's not the amount but the people who had a lot of money could not even give 100 shillings to people who are not going to school it is the attitude of the heart <laughs> and i was told that very very You know when I came to Nairobi I found life was very different but I had I knew what honor was. Nikwambia nilibeba jogo hivi. Hivi hivi. Nimetoa huko jogo imejai. Nonanga zile zinakaa mpaka lazima you boil for for 8 hours. That is what I knew. My my bishop at that time was staying in Kawa West. Not Kawa Sukari. Ah mimi ndio huyo tu nimefika. Hata hakuna mahali pa kuiweka. Kaifungia kamba pale. Sema I've come to see you that. That's what I had. and I knew. Hiyo ni ona, you understand? Yes. Lakini kwa hiyo church kuna watu walikuwa wamejaa wana magari wana nini lakini hawezi dunua hata chocolate. Hawezi. You understand? So I know tumefunzwa mpaka hii Nairobi ukiongea juu ya ona na the prophet na the man of god unasikia tu very very painful memories in Abukoji <laughs> the wounds the wounds na <laughs> the wounds inatoka tu hapo ambayo for for me let me tell you something and that's why if you looked at my me as a person if you looked every stage i've walked in my life god has privileged me with the leadership kabisa no leadership that i'm a leader no imagine nimefika high school edmaster amenipa there is very important at that time wanatengeneza hii nini ya maji inaitwaje hii ya kufanya hivi inaitwaje bohol that was the greatest asset ya hiyo shule Naona those Harambee high schools. Wewe anajua hiyo shule. That was the greatest asset. And master ananiita kwa ofisa anasema wewe ndio utakana ki. Understand? Mindo na determine watu wanakunywa maji kwa institution. Waachana na head boy, waachana na captain. This was the thing. Yeah, it was minister of treasury my friend. Francis, utatufungulia leo sema no, I don't feel like it. Then I was the CEO secretary. How many people? Then I went to university. Imagine then I started with after one year like this. I was 
I was inseparable like this with my VC. Say from this year, second year, you're not paying for any house. And I had a house there until I finished. Understand? Then he called me one time in the office. He says, I want you to market this university. So you go to every high school. I was paid by the university to go to high schools. Kericho High School, Wapi High School. Favor na kwambia. Anangalevi anaona this is honor. Yeah? <laughs> then I came to Zimmerman. I came to Zimmerman Deliverance Church when I entered like this. By the end of that year, I was the chairman of the youth. By the end of the, another year, I was the youth pastor. By the end of the, another year, I was leading all the, those pastors I found there. Mindo likuana jua siri ya yo did. Yo ni owner. Nasikianga matiangi. The special... But everywhere I've gone, I've found, I've found very special favor with the leadership. And it's all from here. Just learn. Sawa, sawa. Kwa mtu waona. Mahali papata unayenda. Wonderful. I want us to stop from there. We'll pick it up from there. Uh, it seems like uh, we can't finish uh, that chapter today. Hallelujah. Na mnaenda nyumbani. Sasa sisi nakatisia hivi alafu mnakaa hapa 2 hours. Let me pray. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. I thank you because the entrance of your word brings light. Uh, help us, oh God. I, I hope that this word, Jehovah God of heaven, shall be able to revive our spirits and cause us to be enriched in our relationships, that our relationships shall be rich and have value. And that, Lord, we shall av uh, avoid the obstacles, the landmines that come with our relationship because of lack of knowledge. You shall give us wisdom how to relate one with another. Bless our giving and everything that we offer unto you. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen.